L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code STRAIGHTFIRE and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code STRAIGHTFIRE for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This Valentine's Day, you know just what to get that special someone because you know what makes them tick. Their favorite bouquet of roses and a box of chocolate. Roses and a scented can... A teddy bear. Roses and a teddy bear. Yeah, a teddy bear. So, head on over to proflowers.com to get fresh this Valentine's Day and get 15% off gifts for your special someone with promo code CRUSH15. That's CRUSH15 at proflowers.com for 15% off through February 14th on flowers, gifts, and more for Valentine's Day. See website for details. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. 
Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What's up, party people? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Fox Sports Radio. It's May. May 1st, everybody. And it's going to be a three-hour NFL draft show. Just strap in, lock in. I thought maybe we'd build a segment around Jason Tatum dropping 60, the return of LeBron, and then I kept looking at the draft, second and third rounds last night. And, you know, besides calling the Kyle Trask to Tampa move uh, two weeks ago on Colin Cowherd's show, yes, Kyle Trask is now Tom Brady's backup in Tampa. Kyle Trask, the big kid out of Florida, who was a three-star recruit with virtually no offers, did not start in high school uh, but proved on that, um, what do they call that uh, circuit, the seven-on-seven circuit, Gavin, uh, in the summers. Kyle Trask, super accurate. Tom Brady now has a backup. Tom Brady's not a little worried about that, though, uh, as he should not be. They just won the Super Bowl. But we will get a lot into Aaron Rodgers and his situation in Green Bay. I think Gavin and I are on different pages here. Um, I, I Listen, I got I to gotta roll with Aaron Rodgers on this one. Uh, but there's a lot to get to. The Raiders... One of the worst drafts. They're one of the worst teams in the league. The Jacksonville Jaguars, folks. I'm telling you now, buy stock early. And um, we will get into, can they win their division? Uh, What the hell are the Houston Texans doing drafting a a quarterback yesterday in the third round? I, I can't wait to bash the Houston Texans. What a dumpster fire of a franchise. We'll do hits. We'll do misses. But let's start it with Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. So, so many different ways to go at the outset of the show regarding the NFL draft. I saw a bizarre story that the kid J.C. Horn who was the first defender taken, yes, above the cornerback from Alabama, J.C. Horn's dad came out and said, I'm so upset at Aaron Rodgers for hogging the draft spotlight that nobody talked about my son. And I was like, whoa, whoa, dad, what are you doing? This is your kid getting to the NFL and you want to make the story about you being upset? Dad, time to fall back. Let the kid have his moment in the spotlight. Let Aaron Rodgers have his moment. Aaron Rodgers and the 49ers are the biggest stories from the opening week of the weekend of the NFL draft. And a lot of people will say it's Rodgers. I'm skeptical he's going to get dealt now. We'll get to that why. But I feel like the 49ers are the biggest story. I got in a bit of a brush fire with some jabronis on social media because of my 49ers take. And I think if you guys just hear me out, I will think you'll agree that there is clearly something amiss in the 49ers locker room. There is some type of divide going on that all the Bay Area uh, pom-pom waivers are like, oh, no, Kyle Shanahan got his guy. I'm going to make the case for you that he didn't, okay? And then we got a guest coming up in about 25 minutes who saw one of my tweets about it, sent me a a text, we're friendly, we're probably going to get into it because reasonable minds can disagree. So let me frame it for you like this, okay? The 49ers trade up what, about a month ago, six weeks ago, and it's like, oh, every, they want Justin Fields. The 49ers are going up to grab Justin Fields. Obviously, that's what regular sports fans think because we watch Justin Fields at Ohio State. And then within a couple hours, Michael Lombardi, who was in the front office, 
with the Patriots. Cozy with Bill Belichick. Belichick, of course, knows Mike Shanahan well. Mike Shanahan, his son is Kyle Shanahan. Belichick famously gifting Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, okay? Michael Lombardi comes out. Mac Jones is the guy. Adam Schefter, who cut his teeth in Denver covering Mike Shanahan's team in the 90s. Adam Schefter of ESPN comes out very strongly. They want Mac Jones. He went on multiple platforms a month ago saying Mac Jones is who the 49ers want. Okay? Ian Rappaport, Mac Jones is the guy. Okay? You trade up because you want somebody in particular. That's what the 49ers did. And all of a sudden, this week, you hear, wait a minute. They're having second thoughts. Is it Mac Jones or is it Trey Lance? There's a divide. Ian Rappaport is the guy who said the 49ers front office wanted Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan was in the camp of Mac Jones. And this is where it gets really interesting. The gambling odds on Thursday flipped. Wednesday, they started to come down on Mac Jones, who was the favorite. Heavy favorite, like minus 300. And Thursday, all of a sudden, it's Trey Lance. And you say, well, did something leak out? What the hell's going on here? And the 49ers take Trey Lance. And, you know, all the 49ers fans, oh, smart move, that's the guy. I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and take a dump or vomit all over Trey Lance because I don't like him. He's 20 years old. Trey Lance threw 318 passes in college. Trey Lance ran the wing tee in high school. Okay? People want to bash Zach Wilson and the competition levels he faced at BYU. Take a look at who Trey Lance played, okay? Directional Missouri State. And all they're doing is running the football in the fourth quarter. Trey Lance has, to my recollection, never played a close game where he had to deliver in the fourth quarter. And I don't buy that Kyle Shanahan got his guy. Here's why. All these people who defend the 49ers saying, oh, no, no, it was just a smokescreen. It was a bluff. The Mac Jones stuff was just to throw people off the scent. Take a timeout and hear what you're saying. Who are the 49ers throwing off the scent? They trade up so they can have the third pick. There's nobody to smokescreen or bluff. The Jags knew it was Trevor Lawrence. The Jets knew it was Zach Wilson. There's no bluffing. You get whoever you want. There's no smoke screening. There's nobody to say, oh, yeah, we're taking this guy when we really want this guy. They don't care about messing up draft boards of other teams. That's not what the 49ers were doing. The 49ers moved up so they would have their say. Whoever we want, we got. Well, you don't move up with the idea that we'll evaluate the quarterbacks later. What if you evaluate and you don't like what you saw? I am firmly of the belief that these are reporters in Rappaport, Schefter, uh, a longtime guy, Mike Lombardi. These guys don't throw stuff up against the wall. They don't guess. It, it, they're in a high-stakes game of poker where you can't guess. Me? All the radio hosts? Yeah, you're taking shots. But these guys are plugged in. All they do is talk to GMs around the league. That's their job. And they all got it wrong? You're telling me that all the info that all of them were getting was bad info? Or did John Lynch and the scouts say, we can't take Mac Jones. We, we just can't take this guy. One of the craziest stats I saw right before the draft was designed, rush, designed play rushing yards 
for all the top quarterbacks. Mac Jones had zero. Zero. So he's running RPOs without the threat that he's running at all. He's he's maybe going to hand off to an All-American. He's maybe going to throw to a, another All-American. He's maybe going to hide behind one of his All-American linemen and, and, and do something. But he's certainly not keeping it and running. Mac Jones is immobile. He's maybe Kirk Cousins with the wheels. Kirk Cousins doesn't run at all. And I just, I don't buy that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan were on the same page here. I am, I'm completely convinced that there was disagreement in the front office. I don't know that it got heated and argumentative, but Kyle Shanahan rubber stamped John Lynch to take that job. Remember, Shanahan had the job first, then they bring in Lynch. Here is the call when the 49ers made the decision to draft Trey Lance. What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on, Coach? Nothing to it. You excited? Yeah, I'm so excited, Coach. All right. You had a hunch for a while? Oh, uh, man, I didn't know, Coach. You wouldn't tell me nothing. Hey, we didn't tell anybody, man. I know. I thought I thought you could tell, though, the way I you thought you got to buy it, but turn it into them. I did, but I didn't. I, you know, I didn't know, Coach. Hey, man, it was all worth it, man. Dude, we're so pumped. So pumped, man. We'll get you out here tomorrow. Enjoy this night. Have Talk fun with you. your family, man. You burned it. I, I, by the way, I love these calls. We're going to play one at the end of this break from the Arizona Cardinals that might make you like want to go run through a, a wall. Um, it's so good. Um, so if you, if you just listen, Trey Lance seems stunned. I mean, Mac Jones in the green room seems stunned. I joked that they kept showing him and he's in a suit and he's kind of, you know, in like an uncomfortable position. And he looked like a, an encyclopedia salesman from the 80s. Just somebody just bummed out, sweating, going door to door. And, and Mac Jones falls to the Patriots, which is not a terrible place to fall. You know, by the way, Patriots went Alabama, Alabama. So, you know, I, I just don't know that Kyle Shanahan got his guy. Remember, Kyle Shanahan, all the stories coming out of Washington. Oh, well, he liked RG3, but he loved Kirk Cousins. That's why they drafted Kirk Cousins, so he could work with him as the young quarterbacks coach, OC. Remember, McVay was on that staff as well. Mike Shanahan, of course, coaching. And the final note, and I remember like the day after, I think the the trade for the 49ers went down on Friday. And on Saturday, we came on, and a lot of the talk was about Chris Sims. Chris Sims Famously, Kyle Shanahan's best friend. They both went to Texas together. They both got a tattoo of each other or whatever, something very strange and awkward. Um, Chris Sims said, I know my buddy. I know he wants Mac Jones. So everybody who's close to the Shanahan say, Kyle wanted Mac Jones. Well, they ended up with Trey Lance. We'll see how it works out. Jimmy G is going to be the starter. We know that. That's a lock. Can Trey Lance be the guy in a year? All right, I want to wrap up the opening segment by just saying, I, I, I mean, I haven't seen ratings, but Gavin, I'm, I'm assuming this was a monster NFL draft. With the Aaron Rodgers stuff, the interest level, I did a show for Fox Sports uh, that was streaming. We had a bunch of guys in. Before the first pick, we had 96,000 people watching the screen, stream. Before the first pick, the numbers that they sent out yesterday were staggering. I'm not going to repeat them. Uh, Fox is going to put out like a PR blitz on Monday bragging about how many people watched. But I'm telling you right now, the draft was one of the best first rounds 
I can recall in a year. Oh, you have the numbers, Gavin? Uh, an audi- a combined audience between all the networks of 12.5 million viewers on Thursday night, 2 million more than the Academy Awards. Wow! <laughs> now, I will say, I had not been aware, and we talked about it, of any of the movies in the Oscars for Best Picture. Hadn't seen any. It snuck up on me. Did you watch the Oscars? I didn't watch it, and the main reason was I didn't see any movies. The only movie I saw last year that I liked was called Palm Springs. It was on Hulu. Oh. I thought that was a good one. It had Andy Samberg. Yeah. And then I think the other one was uh, King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson. Okay. That was a good movie. But Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't watch a second of the Academy Awards. Not a a second. And the draft, I was all over. First round yesterday. You guys know I coach my, excuse me, kids in soccer. I'm not coaching my daughter or son this year. I have in the past, but I, I, I just needed to, you know, not do that for a year. And I usually go to the practice and help out and all this stuff. I dropped my daughter. I was like, I got to go watch a draft. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Went home, watched the uh, second round. Pretty awesome. So I want to close the opening segment of the show by playing this audio. Gavin posted it on his Instagram. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to play this. It's Bruce Arians calling Zaven Collins. I'm sorry, Steve Kime, the GM. I don't know why. Bruce Arians used to be the head coach in uh, Arizona. Steve Kime, the GM of Arizona, calling Zaven Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. This kid's a great story. He was a quarterback in high school. Then he turned into an All-American 260-pound linebacker at Tulsa. This guy's a great pick. Here's the call, Arizona Cardinals. Hello. Zaven, Steve Kime. Steve, how's it going? Good, man. You got some dogs in the background? What do you got going on there? How's it going? Stop, stop, stop. I didn't tell you I was picking you yet, man. Tell him to calm down a little bit. Oh, my God. (laughs) All my family's here. You ready to roll? L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Steve, we're going to... Kill everyone. <laughs> we're going to kill everyone. I like it. I like it, man. Keep that mentality. And we're going to get a Super Bowl ring so big on our on our fingers that a show dog wouldn't be able to jump over. I love it, man. I love it. Well, good. We'll keep that attitude. Keep that chip on your shoulder. So uh, I'm going to allow you to um, enjoy the time with your family, man. I, I want you to talk to uh, Michael Bidwar, owner. And uh, Coach Kingsbury as well. Thank you. Oh, he starts crying at the end. Oh, I love that. So he's telling his family to calm down because everybody's freaking out. Listen, you go to, uh, there's some cities you could go to that stink in the NFL. Arizona is not. That's a great state to go to. Uh, You know, it's a little hot in the summer, but rest of the year, man. Woo. And um, then he starts in with the F-bombs and we're going to kill everyone. I mean, this guy's an animal. You pair Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons in the middle. And remember, they got J.J. Watt in free agency. They picked up a, a couple other veterans. I like this Arizona team a lot. And then he ends the call. You know, the excitement, the excitement. Let's go, let's go. And then he starts crying. Like, that's just so awesome. That's I just, just, I loved it. I, I, it's amazing. And it does, you can tell it does mean more when you when you play at Tulsa. You know, when oh, you play at a smaller yeah. school, like, oh. I just love it. Love. NFL draft, three hours of it. We're, we're going all in. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co and use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code FIRE. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? 
our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Three hours of NFL draft talk. I know you love it. Strap in, people. There's just so many layers to this. I got a, I got a buddy who's a Colts fan, and he's distraught. Texting me from another area of the country, distraught that the Colts have not gotten a left tackle yet. Well, you know who their left tackle is right now? Uh, Sam Tevy. And Gavin, as a Chargers fan, knows <laughs> Tevy. Tevy the turnstile. That was his nickname. Um, go look at his grades in uh, Pro Football Focus. And again, Pro Football Focus is not Bible. But Pro Football Focus does great offensive linemen. Not a lot of other sites do. He was the 60th out of 75th tackles defending the pass last year. Pass protection. He's not good. Costanzo retired. The Colts desperate for a left tackle. I know they got pay, and then they went with a defensive end in the second round, uh, or their second pick as well. And yeah, they need to get pressure on the quarterback, but I, I, listen, Colts are not a slam dunk. That's just more, that's another log on the fire for the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking the AFC South. I may have to do another rant about, remember that Raptors rant that I did? <laughs> oh uh, yeah. I, I, might have to do, I might have to do one for the Jack, a pro <laughs> one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll give you a throwback for Sam Tevy. The reason Charger fans really know him, the, the one good play he had. I think it was that Thursday night over game over the Kansas City Chiefs. He had a false start that didn't go called. It didn't get called, but Rivers threw a 50-yard touchdown on that play. <laughs> but he, the camera showed he completely committed a false start, which allowed him to protect. Uh, but, man, unless he's doing that, he's, he's not very helpful. The best part about some Chargers fans is there haven't been a lot of great memories. That's something you remember? Gavin, <laughs> I, I can't believe that. know, it's a weird that. thing, and I was like, God. who is Sam Tevy? Yeah, like, well, real quick, uh, the kid you guys got, Slater, at ta- like that, one of the best first-round picks, right? Okay, so listen to this. The last three rounds of the uh, last three years, Tom Telesco's first round, uh, Rashawn Slater falls into his lap at 17 mm. this year, or 13. I know where you're going. Uh, last year, uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. Year before, Derwin James falls to his lap. I think that That's was at right. 17. Yeah. So he has had the first round has actually been easy for him, like easy decisions. Like, okay, best player in the draft. Let's take him here. Like, so uh I, I loved the second pick too. Second round, Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah, nice player. Um there's we'll second. See the rest- we'll see about the second year. I mean, Derwin James hasn't played in two years, right? Yeah, that's the thing on him, and it kind of reminds me early on of Keenan Allen's career. Had a lot of injury issues, so hopefully Mm. he can uh, get over that this year. Oh, they got Chris Uh, Harris, the kid out of Denver, and they got someone named Michael Davis. I'm not Michael Davis. They brought back. Yeah, they were. They thought they were going to lose him in free agency, and then there's a guy named Brandon Faison that uh, should be Mm. pretty good. Okay, Uh, so a little work to do in the secondary for the Chargers, but that's a good team. Let me talk about Aaron Rodgers. So, Aaron Rodgers kind of you know, wanted to steal the spotlight for the draft. A bit of a diva move. You know, it's understandable. But this has been brewing for a while. You guys know I do the Straight Fire podcast uh, weekdays. And we had Charles Robinson on two weeks ago. And he called this. Exactly. He said Rodgers does not believe or trust the GM. There are major issues there. We put it out on social media. It got, you know, some people were like, ooh, interesting. And now Rodgers essentially saying, I'm done. 
I wanted an extension. You guys said, no, you have your deal. You'll play it out. And Rogers said, well, no, that's not going to work for me because Rogers knows what's happening. Um, Rogers knows exactly what's going to go down right now. He knows that they're going to play him next year and they're going to shove him out for Jordan Love. Listen, this kind of crap went down with Joe Montana. This kind of thing went down with Tom Brady in New England. It never ends well for legends. Peyton Manning and Indy, they'll just shove you out. Like, that's how it is. Now, Gavin tells me we have a random caller. We have a guest coming up in three minutes. But my main man, Doug Gottlieb, probably driving to a basketball tournament where he's going to go, uh, you know, 50 to 30 and beat some team. Doug Gottlieb, what's going on, man? Okay, so I heard your tease, and I was listening to you. So you proposed that the Packers should trade Aaron Rodgers. I think you have to. Why? Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has said he doesn't want to come back. He's told people in the organization, players in front office, I'm not going back there. I have one year left on my deal, and they don't want to pay me, so let me just get out now. Why Why wait well, another he, year? He has, he has more than one year left. Well, he has deal. an out after next year. They, and actually, the team has an out. Right. Next well, they year. drafted but, Jordan but, but, Love. Yeah. What are they waiting for? Well, Jordan Love hasn't even played a preseason game. Like, look, you have to – This is it's no different than any quarterback. Right? And if you look at the context of when he was drafted, you go back to last season. He wasn't coming off a great year. He wasn't all in on what they were doing. Um, some people had seen a decline in his performance. And all of the top wide receivers were off the board. And they took a flyer on a guy who, by all estimations, was two years away. You know? And so, yeah, they're going to wait and see. But why would you trade him? You went to the NFC Championship game the last two years. <laughs> what, uh, what? You're not going to give up so, arguably the greatest quarterback of this generation in terms of skill set-wise. Right? Obviously seen... not the most decorated. Uh, wait, you're not going to give up. You're going to trade him? Why? why? Why would you do that? He's under contract. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Went... You want to retire? Fine. You're right. Still below. If he wants to retire, he has to pay back $22 million. He ain't doing that. We've seen. Call the bluff. Not a good one. We've seen a lot of these NBA guys, and I know NBA is different, start to have the empowerment move. We've seen it in the NFL. Russell Wilson this offseason. Hey, if you're going to trade me, here are the four teams. How'd that, so how'd that work it, out it did, for Russell It Wilson. did not work out for Russell Wilson. He's a little younger, okay. much tougher to trade him. Rodgers is 37, turning 38, I believe, in December. And given the Jordan Love selection, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't trust anybody in that front office. Now, the coach, even LaFleur, was taken aback by the Jordan Love uh, selection, as I'm sure you heard Jay Glazer say. And this kid, the, the GM, young guy, like it's like, dude, why would you do that? I mean, it's essentially coming why, down why, to why Jimmy would, Garoppolo do and 30, Tom Brady. He's 37 years old. You have to have a plan. You're not going to – listen, if you're the Green Bay Packers and you have Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to be in the top 10 draft. And the only reason Jordan Love was available at that point in time was because you, to draft him, you knew you were going to have to sit him and develop him. He's a super, super talented, but very unrefined product. A lot the way you described Trey Lance. He was last year's Trey Lance. That's what he was. So you remember so, Tom Brady. Wait, Doug, you remember Tom Brady essentially said, hey, man, uh, I don't want this guy Garoppolo here. Tr- get him out of here or I'm done. And Brady made Belichick trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Aaron Rodgers has essentially done the same, except I don't even want to be here anymore. Aaron Rodgers is like, I, I'm done. The, the, look, the, the, di- the difference, there's a couple of differences there. One of the big ones is that they finally dealt Garoppolo when they had to because they were going to have to give Garoppolo a new contract, right? They're not at that place yet with Jordan Love. And everybody in the NFL wants 
a quarterback who's competent in that second, third, and fourth year of their rookie contract, right? That's that's the magic to it. That's the only reason the Jets plus restart was Zach Wilson. Yeah. Not because they didn't like Sam Darnold, but because it gives you, it buys you basically four years of an inexpensive quarterback where you can go and fill out the rest of your roster and then hopefully you get good enough and then you do the Pat Mahomes where you backload, you, you backload the salary cap you know, at, at the end of the deal. So that, that, that's where they are. But you're not, again, the Green Bay Packers went to the NFC Championship game. They, were, they, they should have gone forward on fourth down, and they didn't. Okay? But that said, they're like a play away. Yeah. And remember, they didn't have, their, they didn't have their, their, their offensive line was banged up a lot like Tampa, and they got just mollywhopped by the Tampa Bay defensive line. Uh, They're that close to the Super Bowl. Why would they trade Aaron Rodgers? Well, I, I would say, I would ask you the exact same thing. They were that close to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Why would you draft Jordan Love? Uh, now, we got a guest coming up from San Francisco, Doug, so we got to bounce. But, hey, thank you for calling in. Good stuff. Great. I Great love the disagreement. Time, long time. Hey, will you talk to uh, Shapiro, get us to host um, one of these shows one day so we can uh, do three hours on Aaron Rodgers? That could be fun. Anytime. All right, buddy. Anytime. Thanks a lot, Doug. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we got Mark Willard from San Francisco. Listen, I'm just arguing with everybody today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's based in San Francisco, and I've known him for a while. He's a, he's, you know, he's a 49ers guy. At this point, his name is Mark Willard, KNBR radio host. Mark, how are you on this lovely Saturday morning? Oh, isn't it that? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. The sun is shining in the bay. It's like uh, the gods know that uh, that Mac Jones is all the way across the other <laughs> side of the country. And so everybody, everybody is happy and the sun is shining here. So let me start off with this, uh, Mark. What was the reaction before the draft? Okay, before when it looked like Mac Jones was going to be the guy to San Francisco, sheer terror, <laughs> I, and I'm 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 not I'm not overstating this, and I it's not fair to Mac. I don't know what kind of NFL player he's going to be. Uh, these things take on a life of their own, but I'm just passing along what the 49er fans were feeling, and this was going to be a real problem if he was the pick. Whether it was rational or not didn't matter. The, the fan base was going to be beside itself if if that was the pick. So I've likened it to kind of the way we've seen presidential elections happen in recent years, which is everybody's like, look, uh, anybody but that person. I, I don't really care who wins, but let's not have that person. That's kind of the way uh, the, the quarterback thought was here in the Bay Area. There were a lot of Trey Lance people who would have been fine with Justin Fields. There were a lot of Justin Fields people who would have been uh, okay with Trey Lance. The unification was just not Mac Jones. Anybody but Mac Jones. Now, and why? Now, Mac. why was everybody concerned about Mac Jones, Mark? Was it possibly because uh, Kyle Shanahan's best friend, who has a tattoo, just they went and got tattoos together? Chris Sims said, yep. as soon as the trade happened, it's Mac Jones. Was it because? Well, well, well hold on, hold on. Was yeah. it because Michael Lombardi, who knows the Shanahans well, dating back to the Patriots and Belichick and Mike Shanahan, also saying from the jump, it's Mac Jones? Was it possibly Adam Schefter? who cut his teeth covering the NFL in the 90s in Denver and Mike Shanahan, was it possibly him saying, from the jump, they went up to get Mac Jones? Is that why everybody was freaking out? Well, they're freaking out because, yeah, there was enough noise to where it suddenly became believable what was originally unbelievable. 
and it was 30 seconds after the pick was made that I sort of put my forehead on in my hand and went, well, of course. It, it was indeed as ridiculous as it originally sounded. The idea of trading your next two first-round draft picks to go up and get Mac Jones. It doesn't mean that Mac Jones isn't going to be a good NFL player. He very well might be. But the, the thought, it wasn't so much against Mac Jones. It was against the idea of making a trade like that, which in, at its core is an incredibly bold move. In fact, probably the boldest trade in the history of the 49ers organization. You don't make an incredibly bold swing to then go up and play it safe and, and get the, the non-athletic, non-entertaining player. Entertaining. I, it, it, it never made sense. It never made sense. It still doesn't to this day because I don't believe it ever was fact. Okay. I would agree with that all. That, but you said one word, Mark, that I disagree with. You said noise. And to me, when we're looking at the draft and free agency, you hear noise. It's like an anonymous report from some website you've never heard of. Or some random guy on Twitter claims that someone came into a drugstore and said this. Like, that's noise. The people that were saying Mac Jones to San Fran, that's not noise. Those guys usually speak in certainty because their job as reporters covering the league is to be plugged in. And they don't really throw noise up against the wall. So, are, are you 100% confident that Kyle Shanahan got his guy or... Do you believe, like I do, the Ian Rappaport report a couple days before the draft that there is a divide in the front office? Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, and the scouts all were lobbying for Trey Lance. I believe with 100% certainty that Kyle Shanahan got his guy. Here's what I'll ask you, Jason. Think about it this way. Does Bill Belichick ever miss on a draft pick? He does, yeah. Okay, so that means that Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and everybody else you just mentioned can be wonderful at their job, but it doesn't mean they bat a thousand. Ian Rappaport two years ago reported that Antonio Brown to the Buffalo Bills was done. I had Adam Schefter on a show on New Year's Eve last year, and I said, Adam, I'm hearing that, that Alex Smith may be done. He may want to retire. And, and Adam almost seemed offended that I was bringing this up, and he hadn't heard it. He's like, are these people credible who are telling you this? <laughs> I, I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, he almost had me questioning myself. Everybody gets it wrong sometimes. And when you have this many people saying it, that actually, to me, actually proves the... L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Point even further because do you believe that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, who famously have kept things completely under wraps when they're doing whatever they're doing, uh, think even about Trent Williams in the draft last year? They've kept things under wraps and in house very well. Does it make sense to you that every reporter in America would have their pick four weeks before it was going to be made? Like, think about it from that perspective. It doesn't even make sense. This came from agents. This came from other NFL teams who were reading the room. This came from a misperception that Kyle Shanahan doesn't like athletic quarterbacks. He likes cookie cutters of Kirk Cousins, <laughs> which, which he himself called ridiculous just two weeks ago. Uh, Kyle Shanahan likes people like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. That's what he likes. And I believe that on Monday night last year when the Bills carved the 49ers up, that was a big night in him mm. making a decision that he wanted a new quarterback. Yeah, Josh Allen was tremendous. Cost me money in that game. By the way, the yeah. Antonio Brown, that was hilarious because Antonio Brown was going there. and then, or, or The Bills had basically traded for him. And then Antonio Brown was like, I ain't going there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing Buffalo. All right, one final note, though, Mark. When yeah. you when you look at the situation this season with Garoppolo as the starter, and then he's going to get dumped for Trey Lance, what happens if Garoppolo has a very good season like he did the Super Bowl year? He was very good. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he was top 10 statistically, but certainly top 15. And they go and win a playoff game or two. Is it still um, that easy to just say, we drafted this guy, sorry, we're going to roll with it? Well, just never forget, and, and Kyle Shanahan has spoken glowingly about this situation in the past, never forget what you just described is exactly what Alex Smith did Patrick Mahomes' rookie year. The Chiefs were fantastic. Uh, they got the best version of Alex Smith. Um, I had Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill on a fantasy team, and my gosh, I crushed everybody. That Chiefs offense was really good that year. Yeah. They went to the playoffs. They had a disappointing loss. I think it was even in their first game after having a first-round bye. Um, and that was kind of Alex Smith's M.O., so maybe that made it a little bit easier. But the Chiefs were very good that year, and they still made the move. Now, the, the downside is, do you have what happened with the Packers last year, which I don't think was a downside except for you're seeing what's happening with it now. <laughs> but Jordan, Jordan Love and Trey Lance are two very, very different situations. 
Listen, I, I think you worry about that problem when when it gets there. I do expect the 49ers to be to be good this year, um, but outside of of them winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo being one of the main reasons, I I, I would I would expect that that Trey Lance is is the starter of Week One of 2022, and who knows, maybe even sooner. Yeah, the Alex uh, Smith one's interesting. All, all, the only thing I'll say is he never had taken anybody to the Super Bowl before that. Right, um, right, and, and darn, you know, darn close. Yeah, I, I, if memory serves, didn't they close. didn't they lead that playoff game against? I think it was Tennessee with Mariota, like twenty-one to three, and then they lost or something bad. It was. They, a, it they was bad. did. Yeah, yeah, they had it. Yeah. They had right. it most of the way. Mark Willard, KNBR host. He's on Twitter. Mark T. Willard. Mark, enjoy the weekend in the Bay Area, man. You too, my brother. Good right, to talk to you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from Pro Flowers early this year. Head on over to proflowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to proflowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the 3 and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecoff, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 19, what is this, Chris, 1987? Who is it? Hall & Oates. Hall & Oates. Good, good. Uh, this is what I do at karaoke all the time. You're out of touch? Know. Yeah, I like this. A lot of people online, shockingly, are mad at me for being out of touch on the 49ers. Oh, well, this is great. Gavin, you'll love this. Maybe... Kyle Shanahan's friends reported what he wanted them to. Maybe he leaked it so that the Jets would reevaluate and consider Mac Jones over Wilson. No second guessing by Jets when they trade up was for Jones, supposedly. Smart move. Like these guys are twisting themselves into pretzels about why the 49ers would lie or why everybody got it wrong. The one thing every, everyone should agree on. Is a smokescreen made no sense exactly. for the Niners? Yes, none at but all. It was always Lawrence Wilson. Whether or not people are high or low on Wilson, there's I've heard that some people in the league are not as high on Wilson as the Jets are. Doesn't matter. The yeah. Jets were. Yeah, okay? he fits what they want to do. It there's I get the idea of not wanting other teams to know exactly what you're going to do. Like so, if 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 Kyle was going to be quiet in in, but I don't understand the thing of. 
intentionally trying to mislead unless you yeah. thought someone was going to trade, give a crazy amount for the third round, third pick. But you also gave up those other, yeah. you know what I mean? You yourself gave up a crazy amount. It's weird. I never bought Mac Jones because I don't believe in him as a quarterback. That being said, I bought that Kyle Shanahan believed in Mac Jones. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I, I firmly believe that whoever went there was going to be successful. Right. Like, like Kyle was going to get his guy. That, that I do disagree with you a little on that, that I do think Trey Lance was the guy. Because I don't see, again, I don't see why he would have gone the other way. Like, why, why Mac put Jones the Mac never Jones, made sense. Yeah. Mac Jones never made sense, no. And I, I do wonder, well, I don't know if Schefter would actually answer that, but or, or Lombardi or Chris Sims, but I, I would love to know why anybody thought Mac Jones in the first place. And nobody, by the way, it was like, oh, the Lions might want a quarterback, or the Panthers might want a None. The the reason you know Mac Jones was never their guy was because they could have taken him at twelve. They they uh, unless you're like the Raiders and you like to reach for for players that play for Alabama. <laughs> but I mean, Mac Jones really would have been there at twelve. He was there at fifteen. Um, I do want to say I was stunned that the Broncos didn't go quarterback. In the well, they did. Time. Yeah, I mean it, that that is an interesting one. Um, I wonder if they really think they have a chance at Aaron Rodgers. I guess that's a, that's a you possibility know? now. Um, right. And they got Bridgewater, Bridgewater versus Locke. But um, let me quickly do two minutes here on the Dallas Cowboys, who I think have had an awful draft. And, um, I mean, maybe awful is strong, but they're doing the Carolina Panthers thing from last year. Let's only draft defensive guys. I get that. You need defense. Your defense stinks. But, you know, Gavin, this is a team that had Van Der Esch. Uh, I know they lost Sean Lee, but they had Van Der Esch. And Jalen um, Smith, the linebacker from Notre Dame. And they signed Keanu Neal in free agency. He played safety. And they announced, we're moving him to linebacker. So you now have Van Der Esch, Smith, and Neal at linebacker. What do you do at 11? You draft a linebacker in Micah Parsons? Well, like, what? I, I, I just don't understand that at all. It doesn't make sense. It feels like Jerry trying to get a splashy guy. Uh, Michael Parsons, of course, a big name, and LeVar Arrington, who does the show after this, is close with LeVar Arrington, uh, is close with uh, Michael Parsons. And I think we've talked about it here. Parsons, immensely talented. Top 10 talent, had some questionable stuff off the field. There was an alleged hazing incident. I know it's in the past. There was an incident in high school where he basically started a riot in the high school cafeteria. And again, I know he was a young, impressionable teenager. Did People do dumb things. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I don't love what the Cowboys have done. I don't think they got better at all. Um, you know, I, I I don't think they're the team to beat in the NFC East. I would definitely bet the under nine win, nine and a half on the Cowboys. By the way, that number's inflated. There's no way they're a nine and a half win team. Um, and uh, I, I'm out on them. I think the Giants win the division, but we'll come back to that this summer. All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. I can't tell what people disagreed with me more on. The Packers and Aaron Rodgers, they should break up and have a divorce. Packers should trade him. Or the Niners did not get their guy. That's next on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Discover 
matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thought we'd open the second hour with some Yankees talk or maybe Jason Tatum dropping 60, tying Larry Bird for the Celtics record. Nah, maybe maybe we'll do LeBron returning from the longest absence of his career to the Lakers last night. They lost. No, nope, we're not doing that either. The NFL draft. Come on, people. It's the biggest story in sports. I, I'm told the Kentucky Derby's happening today, but much like the Oscars last week, I had no clue. I, I'm locked in on the draft. Spent way too much time doing mock drafts my my uh for 2021. A lot of fun. People love them. My 2022 first round NFL mock draft. Yes, that is correct. One year from now. It goes up on Fox Sports, I think, tomorrow. Um, and people love the draft. You know, it, it, it sells hope. And, you know, for, for teams like, oh, I don't know, my New York Jets, we're hopeful that Zach Wilson's the guy. The Mormon Mahomes. We're hopeful for a team like the Chicago Bears, who basically went into... Uh, this offseason with high hopes. Oh, we're going to go make a big splash. Like the dopey GM they got there is talking about how they're going to go big game hunting. And then Russell Wilson was supposedly in the mix. They ended up with Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. And it's, you know, when you look at that entering your season, you're like, oh, what are we doing tonight? TGI Fridays. We're going to go to Applebee's. And then in the draft, Justin Fields falls. And you're like, whoa. We go in Sizzler. Let's grab Justin Fields. Now, I'll be honest. I don't think Fields starts. And we have been over this. Okay, Baker Mayfield did not start as a rookie. Took him a couple games to get in. Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Justin Herbert did not start. Tua did not start. Yes, he was coming off an injury. Jared Goff did not start. Lamar Jackson did not start. Um, Yeah, you go on down the list. Like, a lot of these guys did not instantly Jump in the league. I don't believe Fields will be the starter. Gavin, we are in agreement there, right? Fields probably won't start. It'll be Dalton. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no rush to get Fields out there. Like, is he ready? Of course. I think he's closer to being ready than Trey Lance. When you can have a mentor like Andy Dalton, you take him <laughs> up on that. <laughs> or does he Does he lean more toward, toward Foles? I, I don't know. It's possible Justin Fields won't even be active. Bear said he's QB1. So oh, Andy the, Dalton, Yeah, right? it's yeah, the Dalton yeah, it's show. Dalton. No. It's the Andy Dalton show. Um, and I'm sure Justin Fields is not clamoring to get out there. It's not like he's got a great arsenal of weapons. I do like the tight end Komet from Notre Dame. I like, uh, obviously, Allen Robinson. They'll get the kid, um, Tariq um, Cohen. He's back from injury. Montgomery showed well last year. Ultimately, Fields will be the guy. I think what's interesting there is, does Justin Fields save the job of the head coach and GM? Because if not, like Gavin, if they go four and twelve or four and thirteen, I guess, or five and twelve, remember seventeen games this year. I don't think they're going to keep pace. No, and my or, thought, yeah, or, or Nagy, Nagy, right, right. My thought when that pick was made was, well, Ryan Pace is doing whatever he can to save his yes. job. He doesn't care that they just gave away their first round pick next year because he's not going to be there yeah. if he gets fired. So here's the crappy thing: if the coach and GM get booted. Justin Fields no longer has an advocate in the front office. The new guy's going to come in. I didn't draft him. That's what happened with the Jets. Uh, they bring in Douglas. He didn't draft Sam Darnold. He had no commitment to him. I don't want to say Fields got a raw deal, but it's probably going to be like a Jalen Hurts situation. What if we can start the Ryan Data Chicago narrative right now? 
He's the next coach Ooh. of the Bears. <laughs> it's the fun Ohio to do. Ohio State guy. Interesting. I, I mean, I thought of that. that. That's next level stuff. Isn't Gavin. that fun? We did this good. with Urban Meyer last year. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, we'll get to <laughs> Urban Meyer and the Jags in a sec. Uh, you know, you could maybe pencil in Lincoln Riley or whoever the Bears get. But, you know, I, I'm hopeful for Fields. But the reality is that, I mean, there's a strong chance that there's a new GM there. And then they consider pressing the reset button. Um, I do think it helps to be in Chicago where the bar isn't exactly the highest for the quarterback. <laughs> I mean, what, Jay Cutler is your best modern-day well, quarterback? Well, it's funny. Jay Cutler is the best guy they've had there in, like, 20 years. But Rex Grossman was under center when they went to a Super Bowl, yeah. which is comical. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love the draft. I almost want to open it up and take calls, Gavin. I, I don't think we will, but there's just so many ways to go. We're, we're going to do Aaron Rodgers in a sec. We're going to do some Packers. Um, we're going to do a little 49ers. I do want to quickly say, I, I mentioned Sam Darnold. And uh, a guy we brought on the show before, Warren Sharp, made an interesting point. So last year, Sam Darnold, his coach was Adam Gaze. His running back was Frank Gore. <laughs> his receivers were Brashad Perryman and Jamison Crowder. Okay? Sam Darnold now goes to an offensive coordinator named Joe Brady. Go look up Joe Burrow and you'll find Joe Brady attached to his hip. He goes from Frank Gore to Christian McCaffrey. He goes from Perryman and Crowder to Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. And the Carolina Panthers went out and drafted Terrence Marshall uh, from LSU. Big kid. I liked him. I thought the Jets would have a shot at him in the second round. They got Elijah Moore. I'm happy with that. Um, I just want to go out there. Like, Sam Darnold is going to be successful in Carolina. Is he going to, I don't know, is he going to win a Super Bowl? I'm not going to go crazy. I don't know about the playoffs. But I think Sam Darnold is going to have a strong year. I'm just telling you. Matt Rule is a bet on coach. Like, I, I like what this guy does. He kept things close. You know, they didn't end the year well. Once Bridgewater got hurt, like, they were a bit, bit of a dumpster fire. And they got destroyed uh, by the Buccaneers twice. But they are going to keep some things close. Now, the defense needs work. But I, I, I think Carolina is a bet on team next year. And one more bet on team, Gavin. I'm just going to remind people. The Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Burrow, started 6-2 and two against the spread last year. Okay? I know I work with Jeff Schwartz. I did the draft for Fox Sports. Jeff was like, I can't believe they're passing on Panay Sewell. Okay, I get that. Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins, they're going to be in every game. They are going to be backdoor champs, available to cover almost every week with that offense. I mean, last year, they had A.J. Green... Over Chase, and A.J. Green was like 32, I think, and starting to show wear and tear. He was like doing nothing. And Joe Burrow was still making magic happen with the comebacks. He's going to keep them in games, man. I'm just, these are things to file away. Carolina, you want to look to bet on them. If they're catching a touchdown, uh, it's probably a bet on Carolina. If the Bengals are catching uh, basically high numbers against anybody except the Ravens, the Ravens, Beat them by like a combined 70 to 6 last year. Burrow, rookie, uh, the Ravens defense was nasty at times. Um, but I'm going to be looking to to put some money on, on Carolina and Cincinnati a lot next year. Now, the team I really love is the Jags. We'll get to that next segment. But I want to revisit the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So, obviously, the, the Aaron Rodgers situation goes viral. It is the story of the draft Thursday. What happened late Thursday night? The GM 
who Aaron Rodgers basically accused of lying and not being truthful and untrustworthy. He came out to talk to the media. Brian Gutekunst. Did I say his name right? I did. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I usually just say Gutekunst. Is that, that it? Gutekunst. Gutekunst. Came out and talked to the media. Here's what he had to say about trading Aaron Rodgers. He's our quarterback. He's our leader. We've been working through this for, you know, a little while now. And, um, you know, I just think uh, it may take some time. But, um, you know, he, he's he's the guy that kind of makes this thing go. So he's he gives us the best chance to win. And, and we're going to work towards that end. Do you think Aaron's ever going to play again for you guys? How, how can you convince him to come back and play for you after he, he seems to be, at least if the reports are accurate, that, that he has no interest in doing that? Yeah, I'm not going to speak for Aaron, obviously. But, uh, no, I think, obviously, we've got a really good team, and I do think he'll play for us again. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to work towards that, and we've been working towards that uh, on a, a number of different fronts. Is there any scenario that you can see trading Aaron Rodgers this offseason? No, no, Ryan, I appreciate the question, but no, we're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Joe Montana. When he was at his prime, dominant with the 49ers. Dynasty. Four Super Bowls. Never lost a Super Bowl. Finished his career in Kansas City. There's Steve Young behind him. Montana got hurt. Got to move on. Tom Brady, New England. I mean, goodness gracious. We could dedicate a month's worth of shows to what the hell happened there. Sick of being beaten down by Bill Belichick in the quarterback room. Belichick drafting Garoppolo, who would follow, who the plan was to follow Brady. Tom Brady, Tampa, Super Bowl. Didn't end his career in New England. Brett Favre, Green Bay's legend, kept waffling. I'm going to retire. I'm going to, re- oh, I want to come back. I'm not done. They had Aaron Rodgers. Favre didn't like that. Favre ends up with the Jets. And then I forget what happened with that like massage and cell phone photos. I don't remember. He did something really dumb. And then he goes to Minnesota. And he nearly got to a Super Bowl with the Vikings through an interception, I think, in overtime, Gavin, against the Saints? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one hurt. I, listen, I remember the bad beats. I had the Vikings in that one. I, I don't remember all the wins. I just remember the losses because there are so few of them. <laughs> you know that's a line from a great No, movie. but that's very true. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's awesome. Um, and then finally, Peyton Manning. Now, I know, again, another injury situation, the next surgery. But they go one. They win one game. We can get Andrew Luck. Let's move on. Listen, it is difficult. It is extremely tough for fans to see a guy you've rooted for for a decade or more move on. But I just named Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Brett Favre. Those are four of the 12 greatest quarterbacks to ever play the sport, and they did not end. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. With the team they started, I think four of the top twelve. Right? I mean, the only guy who's questionable is Favre top twelve. I would say he has to be right. You can throw Rivers in there as well. Oh come on, <laughs> Philip Rivers. Uh, you know, hey, we might as well throw him in there. Uh, Drew Brees did end in New Orleans. Um, Eli Manning, no, I'm not going to even joke around about that. But bottom line is, don't be surprised if Rodgers moves on. I don't care that Gutekunst said, we're not trading Aaron Rodgers, like scoffing. Like, you drafted Jordan Love, you got your guy. What do you need me for? That's basically Aaron Rodgers' thing. You want to keep me? Okay, well, extend me. And apparently they said no. Now, the story Jay Glazer told on Fox Sports Radio, the draft night, um, was essentially in the 20... 20 draft. Basically, the Packers, you know, they had their board, they had their scouts, everybody's on Zoom, and all of a sudden, the GM steps away and I guess takes a call like, oh, wait a minute, Jordan Love's falling? Nobody's drafting Jordan Love? And Gutekunst basically calls an audible himself, did not tell the head coach, the scouts, or anyone. And then he just picks Jordan Love, and they're like, what the hell? What, what just happened? And a, apparently Gutekunst went rogue and made his decision. And now, by proxy, all those guys, the scouts, the head coach, they either look like they're aligned with Gutekunst, or they have to go to Rogers and be like, yo, I, I, know, I, didn't, I wasn't part of this. I didn't want to do this. To get in with Rodgers, and that's I think that's why Rodgers has identified just Gutekunst as a guy he doesn't trust. You had just gone to the NFC title game. It still doesn't make sense a year later. Like, what are you doing? I get drafting for the future, but if you do it in the first round, your quarterback's going to be pissed. And if you do it in the first round after you went to the NFC title game, everybody's going to be ticked. I, I mean, listen, I made a case that there's problems in 49er land. 
I, uh, it's clear there's problems in Green Bay. Which is a more toxic situation right now, Gavin? Green Bay or San Francisco? Who's got more of a, a, a an off-season tr- trouble ahead? You would have to say Green Bay. Yes, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, I mean, that was the biggest bombshell I've ever seen on draft day, next to the Tunsil gas mask. The gas mask. Yeah, Tunsil <laughs> But that gas one was mask. comical. This Aaron Rodgers thing was calculated. It was full of spite. You know, it reminds me of, I don't know if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, but not. okay, well, a big thing is Larry David opens up a spite store, just a, <laughs> a rival coffee shop across the street just to spite the guy he doesn't like. And that's how Aaron Rodgers, you know, is in with his own organization crazy stuff yeah um and this is the nfl it's wild it's great for people in the media it gives us a lot of options to talk about um and it's interesting what they did because in the first round you'd think wide receiver no they went corner right well i i'll say this i i kind of defend that if you remember the bucks packers um tom brady in the fourth quarter just kept picking on the kid king the cornerback i think kevin king yes oh yeah Every play, it was like pass interference or beat him on the inside. He got roasted, and I think they had visions of that all off season. So they said, "Let's go out and get a cornerback," and, and, and I'm fine. I'm okay with that. Um, they did get the kid Amari Rogers from Clemson. If you want to watch Amari Rogers, I'm sure there's a highlight reel of it. Still, one of my favorite games of the last decade in college football: Clemson, Ohio State. Not this past year, but the playoff game two years ago, where. You know, Ohio State's dominating, and Trevor Lawrence leads him back. Trevor Lawrence has an amazing drive at the end of the game to win it, and Amari Rodgers, against an Ohio State team loaded, loaded with talent, has one play where he just break. He runs right through a Jeff Okuda tackle, and you're like, holy cow, Okuda end up being top ten pick, and Amari Rodgers just runs right through him. Apparently, this kid Rodgers is awesome, and Aaron Rodgers will surely like him if, <laughs> if he plays another game for the Packers. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. If you don't, do uh, Dua Lipa, right? Isn't that her name? Yes, thank you. Goodness gracious. I think I, I thought, I think I like this singer. She got some decent stuff. Um, I think I've admitted this before. It's kind of embarrassing. I don't really care. I'm, I keep it real with you guys. I get a lot of my music these days from Instagram stories. People will put um, a song to something, and I'll be like, ooh, I don't know that song. Let me go download it. It's pretty awesome. Um, we got an hour and a half left in the show. A couple good guests coming up. Uh, Greg Bedard stopping by to talk about why the hell the Patriots liked Mac Jones in the first round. He's stopping by in five minutes. Bill Belichick going full-on Bama. Interesting that Bel... I don't want to say Belichick's thrown in the towel. He's 69. He just drafted two dudes from Alabama from his buddy Nick Saban. He spent like a drunken sailor in free agency. I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure internally... He'd never admit this, but internally he has to be just devastated that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl and he didn't even make the playoffs. And now... I'm sure you guys have seen the photos circulating online where it's like, how about that Patriots quarterback room? And there's Cam Newton shredded, looking chiseled, rocked up with the abs and and just like really ripped shirtless. And then there's Mac Jones shirtless. 
with a cigar in his mouth after Alabama won the title. I'm assuming, Gavin, you've seen that picture. That's got to be Mac Jones from like 2019 or whatever when Tua won it. There's no way that that is the Mac Jones body after um, winning the title this past year. Because Mac Jones just looks doughy, um, no definition at all. Like, he doesn't ever do abs. I mean, it's there's just no way that's a recent photo. Maybe he's still got some baby fat from, like, when he was, like, a 19-year-old and he was doing, the, you know, the freshman 15, eating pizza at, you know, 2 a.m. three nights a week, which is what everybody did. Um, all right, let's go to the worst to first. Happens every year in the NFL. Last year, Washington, were they? Yeah, they were the Washington Football Club last year. They went from worst to first. And again, I know that that was kind of a weird situation because everybody in the division was terrible. That being said, I like another division. I like another worst to first. And I don't know if the winner is going to be over 500. And that's the Jacksonville Jags in the AFC South. Let me make a case briefly against the other team. I don't need to say anything about Houston. As of now, the Texans may not have Deshaun Watson. Even if they have Deshaun Watson, they're going to be very bad. They have the lowest win total with the Detroit Lions in the league. By the way, they drafted Davis Mills, who was the number one quarterback in this high school class in like 20, I don't know, 2016 or 17. Probably 2017. But he's had four knee surgeries since graduating high school. Not the same guy. Um... Talented, but no. And whoever they start, the Texans are going to be terrible. I believe, as I said earlier in the show, the the Indianapolis Colts are going to be overvalued. Yes, I like the coach. Yes, I like the scheme. No, I don't like the left tackle situation. And I'm out. I don't know if I'm a believer in Wentz. I know he did well with Frank Reich back in the day, but a lot has happened since then. Frank Reich, very good coach. He did well with Rivers. I don't know if it's going to be as much of a slam dunk with Carson Wentz. Yes, I like Jonathan Taylor. I like the young receiver out of USC, Pittman. Um, I just, I don't, and I did bet on them, and I won against the Bills in the playoffs. They covered. I just don't love right now the Colts. Everybody has them winning the division. And finally, you got the Tennessee Titans, who lose their offensive coordinator in Arthur Smith. They lost, I think they lost one tight end. They lost one receiver in Corey Davis. And the key here is Derrick Henry's situation. L- L- they lost John Smith to the Patriots. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, Derrick Henry led the league in rushes two years in a row. Last year, he had 378 carries. Folks, this is not 2004. You can't do that to running backs and expect them to bounce back. I would be all over all Derrick Henry unders next year. He even looked slow in the playoff game, by the way. Remember, he pushed hard in the final month of the regular season to break the record. Uh, oh, not break the record, but break 2,000 yards. So if I look at all those teams struggling, and then I look at Jacksonville, which finally gets a quarterback, has a new coach in Urban Meyer, and there is a new coach bump. You guys know that there's a, a, a rookie coach bump that is a real thing. Kevin Stefanski last year, rookie coach, playoffs, two years ago. Uh, Lafleur playoffs three years ago. Frank Reich playoffs. Like it's a real thing. Rookie coaches can come into the league. They're hungry. Uh, opponents aren't as familiar with them. I, I I love the ETN pick. I like the receivers. Chenault, Shark. 
Like, they've got talent on that team. Now, the defense can't stop anybody. But the offense will score, and I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're plus 1,000, Gavin, 1,200 to win the division. Folks. I would take that. that that's not an awful bet. I, I The stat of the year. Trevor Lawrence did not lose a game in the regular season in high school or college. He only lost, Trevor Lawrence, he only lost a game in the playoffs, the state championship, his final year. Like a crazy upset. You can go read about the game. It was a good one. And then at Clemson, three-year starter, never lost a game in the regular season. Only lost in the championship to LSU Burrow. And then last year in the semis to Ohio State. He has never lost a regular season football game in his life. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to be awesome with the Jags. I'm just telling you, this guy is really freaking good. You know, Trevor Lawrence, I'm so excited. I hate to say it. I'm going to be a Jags fan a little bit. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, our next guest, you know him. He's been on plenty of times. He's the guy. If you if you ever wonder what's going on with the Patriots, just go to Greg Bedard's social media feed and his website, Boston Sports Journal, and you'll find out. And hopefully Greg can help us make sense of uh, this Mac Jones affinity. Greg, how are you, man? Good. What's up, J-Mac? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at the AFC East. I see the Jets got a new quarterback. The Dolphins have Tua. Uh, everybody's chasing the Buffalo Bills, and I don't. Are the Patriots going to be in the cellar in the division this year, Greg? Oh, I, I, I highly doubt it. Oh, I mean, okay. we're a long ways off from that. But um, look, they had a lot of lot of different pieces, yeah. including even in this draft uh, this season. And I am not the biggest fans of one year turnarounds with a lot of roster shuffling. Um, but look, there's no question that they are a much more talented team than they were at the end of last season. And now the big question is how quickly can it come together and, and who's going to be the quarterback? Who's, who's going to make it go? Do you see a scenario where Mac Jones beats out Cam Newton? I mean, Cam was with McDaniels and Belichick last year. I would assume Cam wins the job, right? Uh, for opening day, probably. Ooh. But I think at some point in time, um, I think at some point in time, Mac Jones overtakes. Wow. I think it's just, look, it's going to become readily available to all of us. And we will be out there at training camp and we will be charting every pass. And it will be, it will be apparent to all of us who is running this offense better. Now, do, do I think Mac Jones could do it in training camp in the preseason? Yeah, I do. But, um, outside of some other weird move down the line, like the 49ers releasing Garoppolo and him being available for cheap, then I think it's probably Cam Newton week one to, say, week four. But, look, the bottom line is, J-Mac, Cam Newton cannot operate, and this is what I wrote after they took Jones, Cam Newton cannot operate the Patriots' offense the way it is designed to be operated. He just can't, he can't, he, he, he doesn't do the pre-snap checks. He doesn't know when he gets back to pass what's going to happen, whereas Mac Jones repeatedly at Alabama, he, he made upper-level quarterbacking plays. And we did not very rarely, I remember early Seattle, we saw a couple of these plays. 
but it was very rare last year that that Cam made any of those plays. And it's it just if you can't operate the Patriots' offense the way it's designed to be run, it's almost like what's the point? So at some point in time, it's not going to work here early with Cam, and they're going to have to go to Jones. Wow. Now, this seems almost like an indictment. I don't want to push back too hard, but, I mean, Belichick could have just said, yeah, Cam isn't good at it, but they re-signed him. They brought him back. Yeah, I wouldn't look too much into okay. that. I mean, you know, look, the whole – Cam thing. It's not. It's not like Cam had any other suitors um, the past two off seasons. Um, given the money that he signed for last year and and again this year, um, and and look, they needed a placeholder. Um, we those of us who really know what's going on knew that Jared Stidham wasn't on the radar at all in terms of the quarterback competition. So they really didn't have a quarterback. And and the Cam Newton signing was just, hey break glass in case of emergency if <laughs> you know if, if things can't work we yeah. need someone and we like cam it's year two with him um it's he knows where the facility is so we don't <laughs> have to start over from scratch like and he's a good guy and and you can play winning football with cam with a better surrounding cast but how much winning football to me it's well with the new schedule what it's you know, ten and seven is probably the ceiling. Mm, okay. Can Mac Jones get you another game or two? Possibly. It depends on how quickly he gets everything. Yeah, I'm curious where you are. Like Belichick and Saban, famously close relationship. Uh, Belichick's had some options. He could have drafted AJ McCarron. Uh, he could have traded up for Tua, but he gets Mac Jones. Should we read anything into this, or 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 not really? Like, does this mean that this is like? Belichick's favorite Alabama quarterback ever to come out, or did yeah hey, we didn't need we didn't need anybody we had Tom Brady. Well, I mean, look, J Mac. In my opinion, in my lay opinion, I think that, um, you know that that Mac Jones to me, in terms of what the Patriots do offensively, um, he's by far the best Alabama quarterback to come around. Hmm. Um, it's 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 not even close. Look, I you know when I studied the quarterbacks on film this off season. I didn't want to like Mac Jones. I, I don't watch much college football. I don't have the time during the season. Yeah. And so my initial instinct was he's just another Alabama quarterback. He's A.J. McCarron. He's Greg McElroy. I mean, I could play quarterback <laughs> at Alabama at <laughs> football games, you know, with the amount of talent that's around. But when I turned on the tape, Jay Mac, you know, I, I was impressed. I was like, I had him as my third-rated quarterback in this class behind Lawrence and Wilson. I had him ahead of Fields and Lance. In my opinion, I think that the the three quarterbacks, Lance, Fields, and and Mac Jones, landed where they needed to and have their best chance. Now, I think Justin Fields is in a tough position because L A S I K LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com/quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. 
unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Matt Nagy and you know Ryan Pace could be fired after the season. Yeah. Now he's starting over and all that stuff. But Trey Lance, I think his mobility and and his tools will work well with Kyle Shanahan's offense. Justin Fields should work well at some point in time. He's got mechanics that he needs to clean up um, in Matt Nagy's offense, and hopefully those guys aren't too desperate and just throw him to the wolves before he's ready, but they probably will, and they'll all get fired. And and Mac Jones, he would be a disaster with a lot of coaches <laughs> and a lot of schemes, but he went to the right scheme. Right. Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, they, th- this is a team where the offensive line is going to be excellent. They have a really good running game. They have two, now two tight ends. They signed two receivers. They're going to have a really good defense. Um, you know, he, he, Mac Jones is not going to be asked to do too much. It's almost going to sort of be like Alabama. And now the question to me is, when does he get the offense, and, and how quickly does he overtake Cam Newton? All right, now, Greg, I'm going off Patriots here. Don't hate me for this question. Sure. Um, well, actually, you co- you've covered the Packers. Before I get to the Niners, Correct. quickly on Aaron Rodgers. What Any guesses? As as to the result here, Aaron Rodgers threatening, I'll retire. You'll have to give back a lot of money. Aaron Rodgers threatening, uh, I don't want to go back there. I'm not playing again. Any guesses as to the resolution? Uh, yes, I covered the Packers. Um, I wrote this shortly after their playoff loss that I said, Aaron Rodgers will make a power play this offseason. I mean, it was <laughs> it was predictable. Yeah. Um, I, I, I could tell that he, he would come at the end of the day after cooling off and everything and talking to people, he would come to the realization, or at least in his mind, that the Packers have failed him for the last time. And this is not the way he's going to end his career. Uh, I think I think we, we get into and I went I went through the whole Favre thing. Um, I think we get to a point where Aaron Rodgers is uh, if he hasn't retired, he's he, he's basically told the Packers he will retire. Um, I don't know if he plays this year. I think I think Whoa. he sits out this year with retirement, and then uh, he for that he's gonna he's gonna basically go from the far playbook. 
wow. he's gonna he's gonna retire and he's like gonna it. make them basically trade him at some point in time. Favre playbook, huh? Oh man, I yep. love that because Favre, of course, the waffling on retiring ended up with the Jets and Vikings. Oh God! And then real, Don't remind me. <laughs> real quick. Um, and listen, feel free to disagree with me here. Um, did Mike Shanahan get his guy, or do you believe every person out there, from Chris Sims, who's buddies with Shanahan, from Schefter, who obviously knows the family well, and from Lombardi, all of them said they traded up for Mac Jones. Who do you believe 49ers wanted? Because it sounds like, from Rappaport, the front office and the scouts like Trey Lance, but Shanahan like Mac Jones. They, I think they changed their mind. I think if if the draft, if they made, uh, if the draft was right after the trade, I think Mac Jones would be with the 49ers. Hmm. But I think, given time, time to think about things, um, you know, sort of look at the, the the mirror that people were putting up in terms of Shanahan, and and you know, if, and I do think it's true that uh, Mac Jones fits what he does more, and I think Shanahan thought about it and said, you know, I need to, I need to up my scheme and, and, and become more versatile and mm. things like that. And I think at the end of the day, you combine that with the front office or at least the scouts who push for Trey Lance. I think he changed his mind and, and it'll be interesting to see how this works out because uh, Kyle Shanahan's a smart guy and he know he knows what he's doing. I think he should have stuck with his gut, but we'll see what happens. Ooh, I like that. All right. Uh, Greg Bedard, follow him on social media. And he's at the Boston Sports Journal. Great outlet. The best one for Patriot stuff. Greg, enjoy the weekend, the rest of the draft. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Wow. Greg Greg Bedard. I feel feel smarter after listening to him for a few minutes there. Um, Nuanced stuff with the 49ers. I like that. And this Aaron Rodgers stuff. You know, he was in Green Bay, covered him. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, uh, Greg Bedard, good stuff. If you missed that, you should listen to the podcast. Just two interesting things jumped out. He thinks the Rodgers power play means no more Packers for Rodgers. Another Green Bay reporter just went on a radio station, and it went out there on social media that there's less than a 5% chance Packer Packers have Brett, uh, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers under center next year. So, again, it's early. Maybe everybody's overreacting. Perhaps cooler heads will prevail. But as of right now, it's sounding like no Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And, again, if you missed it earlier, Joe Montana, the idea of Joe Montana not ending his career in San Fran was crazy until it ended in KC. All right? We saw it with Brett Favre. He went to the Jets, and then he went to the Vikings. Peyton Manning, he was the Colts. And then he ended in Denver. I know there was an injury there and the next surgery, but it happens, you know? Legends don't always end up where you think they're going to end up. Like, football's weird like that. Tom Brady, who thought Tom Brady would go to Tampa and then win a Super Bowl? So this idea, don't rule it out that Aaron Rodgers is with the Denver Broncos. Now, I put this out there. You guys know Gavin's a gambler. I gamble. A little over a month ago, and I tweeted it out at the time, I took the Broncos plus, I think, 4,800 to win the Super Bowl. Okay? Win the Super Bowl. At the time, you know, a long shot. You know, I love their offseason. This is a playoff team even with Bridgewater under center. I think he beats out Drew Locke. 
and they have awesome everybody's back healthy on offense and the defense should be really good Fangio got another one of his corners from Chicago uh, from Chicago when he was with the Bears he's got Callahan in the slot like they're going to be a very tough defense Chubb and Von Miller healthy just keep an eye on Denver I don't think they're going to win the division and I know Gavin doesn't like hearing this because of the Chargers and listen, yes, I get it. Bruce. I just think it's massively overrated. I watched, I kept hearing about these wide receivers and the weapons. Judy, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Judy dropped more passes than like any other receiver in the at like in the league last year. Uh, can I just blame them all on Drew Locke? And <laughs> you can't. That's the thing. And in half, in some of their wins, the ones against the Chargers, like, I mean, you saw how that game. That game ended on an official. Like, yeah. I don't know. I. There's always sexy teams, and everyone wants to be out front on it. I just don't think a team without a quarterback is – they have two backup quarterbacks. They have Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Basically, yes. If they get Aaron Rodgers, that's a different – it's a right. completely different right, discussion. Right. Rodgers – I mean, I would say yeah. if they got Rodgers, they're second after the Chiefs, right? I, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say that the reigning MVP – isn't instantly next to and Patrick Mahomes, yeah, of course. And, and remember, um, you know, there was a learning curve for Brady at one point. I think the Bucks were eight and five, eight and four, they were not amazing. And it was a weird offseason, and he had a new city and a bunch of new stuff. But again, we saw Jameis Winston lead Tampa to what seven and nine, and then they win the Super Bowl. It's not out of the realm that you know, Drew Locke is not as good as Jameis Winston. Um, and but we they, do have question marks about the coach, too. I don't know much about yes, the Yes, Vic Fangio, we, we don't know. Offensive coordinator, like Aaron Rodgers will just steamroll that guy. Um, all right, let's quickly go. Interesting trend. So the Bengals take Jamar Chase, who was Joe Burrow's buddy in college at LSU. Tua and the Dolphins, they grab Jalen Waddell at six. By the way, I did think that was a reach. Like, I like Jalen Waddell a lot. Sixth overall, you get a guy who's like six foot 180 pounds coming off what a broken ankle against Tennessee like he's gonna he's good he's really good I would love Waddle at like 16 as opposed to six if you're drafted in the top five six you're gonna have to be like a star big time and I know he was a star at Alabama but again NFL's a different animal I mean it's really hard to be I mean Amari Cooper went super high to the Raiders What's considered not a bust, but like, oh, he's dropping a lot of passes. Is this guy great? Then he goes to Dallas, puts up great numbers. But Amari Cooper's not like a sniffing the Hall of Fame. He's no A.J. Green or Julio Jones. Jalen Hurts, who is the new quarterback in Philly, gets Devonta Smith. Now, I didn't love trading up for Devonta Smith, but Hurts and he were in the locker room at Alabama. I don't think they played too much together because, uh, you know, the Alabama receivers were stacked. And so they didn't play a ton of snaps together. And then finally, Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence gets ETN in Jacksonville. And I-, I like what's going. I like how these teams are throwing their quarterback a solid. Hey, you had a connection with that guy. Let's bring him in. I, I mean, it just makes sense, right? Like when I got hired at Fox, instantly they were like, who's good, Jay? Who do you want to bring in? Who should we talk to? And like, I'm not even a franchise guy. You know, I, I'm that receiver. I, I like to think I am. <laughs> All right, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we're going to talk a little Bears. The Bears! Justin Fields, does he have a chance in Chicago? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hour number three here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, ladies and gentlemen, Jason McIntyre. Very exciting top of the hour, high noon on the East Coast. The NFL Draft. Day three, coverage begins now. Folks, we have crushed, absolutely eviscerated the draft. Our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio is all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? More like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program. There's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft, netsuite.com slash draft. Very exciting day three in the draft. Listen, this is when championship teams are built, right? You guys are well aware that you win championships by crushing the back end of the draft. I seem to remember, Gavin, Stefan Diggs went like the fifth or sixth round. Late pick. We all know Tom Brady's sixth-round pick. Um, if you can ab- absolutely hit home runs in the in day three of the draft, you build up uh, really good depth on your rosters. And, uh, you know, this is when championships are really built. Hopefully my Jets can come through. All right, we got a guest coming up here. Uh uh, he he's from uh, he's from Chicago, and you know I reached out to him about the Bears because this Justin Fields move I loved it when it happened. Now the Bears were plus fourteen hundred to get Justin Fields. They were sitting at twenty, and it had looked like all the quarterbacks were going to be gone. Then the Trey Lance curveball hits, okay, and everybody passes on, uh, meaning everybody, meaning Carolina, Detroit, and Denver all pass on quarterbacks, and you're like. Whoa, whoa, what's going to happen? Who's going to make a move? Are the Raiders going to do something dumb? We know the Patriots had liked Mac Jones. I had the Patriots taking Mac Jones in a bunch of my mock drafts. And then the team that jumped out was the Bears. So I I hit up my guy, Vic Chotsky. He covers mostly gambling for BetQL. uh, Vic Chotsky, Vic, Vic, you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Good to talk to you, man. Thanks for having me on. How are you? He's also at Audacy, Audacy Sports BetQL. He does a, he's, he's really good at gambling. We have some fun gambling text chains. Uh, Vic, obviously, big NBA guy, big NFL guy, but he's in Chicago. Vic, I got to ask you, were you stunned when they went up and got Justin Fields? I was a little stunned, man. I thought that being lame duck kind of GM coach situation, the organization, the owners might kind of – slap him on the wrist a little bit and, and tell him to sit tight and not mortgage the future. Right. But uh, I absolutely love the move. I love Justin Fields. I, I've been high on him for a long time now. And so I'm excited as a Bears fan, I'm excited, but I'm also a little scared. You know, you're a Jets fan. You know how this is. The Bears and the Jets haven't had the best uh, development of quarterbacks as, as we like to say it. Right. And so it does scare me now that Ryan Pace's job is going to be secure and he's going to kind of put the onus on Matt Nagy now, right? He, I got you the quarterback that you wanted. I got you a stud tackle in the second round. Now it's on you to kind of cater to their strengths and utilize these guys that I got you now. Yeah. I, I do wonder, and we talked with this about Greg Bedard, like, you know, Andy Dalton's probably going to win the job. It sounds like, you know, fields I think is very good, but Andy Dalton probably wins the job. And, Let's just say, you know, Fields comes in and they're two and five or whatever, and they win four or five games. We would assume Nagy and Pierce are toast, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be very interesting. I would say if they have a very bad losing season that 
the coach gets fired and Pace's job is safe. I really do think he secured his seat in the organization for the next couple of years off of his first two draft picks. Huh. Now that, that, that is interesting. So they would keep pace. Would you let him pick the next head coach? Because, uh, you know, Nagy didn't quite work out. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what about the enemy? He's got to get a job. Like they just went to Kansas city and got Nagy. They're not going back to Kansas city and the Andy Reid tree. You know, it does get interesting. If you're like, Hey, you got Justin Fields. Why don't you get him a college signal caller? Make a run at Lincoln Riley. Right. Uh, I, exactly. I remember all the Bob Stoops talk back in the day. Uh, you know, well, Bob Stoops has a place in Chicago. You know, Ryan Day from Ohio State. I, I mean, there's a lot of permutation. So is it? it's a cautious excitement about Justin Fields, right? It is. It is. And you nailed it. I mean, that's the new trend right now, going back to college, getting those hot signal callers. And, and that's definitely where I would see them going next. But at the same time, Ryan Nagy hasn't had a losing season, quote unquote, right so far. And so he's kind of putting his hat on that, but it will be an interesting, fun year. Like you said, Dalton's going to be the starting quarterback. We're going to see how long that lasts. The bears have a very tough schedule coming up this season. And so I can see things going south, but the old line is one of our biggest concerns as a team. And I'm glad to see that they address that getting a really big, tough, strong kid, a nasty kid in Kevin Jenkins in the second round. So I'm actually just as excited about that second round pick as I am the Fields pick. Now, I do want to ask you, Vic, how much did you gamble on the draft this year? Because it feels like this was probably the most gambled on draft ever. I do want to let uh, the audience know, the, the largely low limits. You can't go in and put $500,000 on X to go to this certain team, right? I mean, the limits were pretty low uh, market-wide, right? They are. They are. I mean, again, it all depends on if you're using the the legit websites nowadays or, you know, if you have your guy, quote unquote. But you're right. I, I've not seen a event rise this quickly in the gambling space as I have the NFL draft. It, it's just gotten bigger and bigger. And like you said, this year definitely seemed like it, it was one of the biggest betting events behind the Super Bowl and March Madness. Right. So, to answer your question, I was definitely all in. I mean, me and you are in this space, so we kind of live, eat, breathe, football, gambling. And so I had a mass array of bets. My biggest bet that I had was on Kyle Pitts to be the first non-quarterback selected. I had laid down a little bit of juice on that. I got it at minus 150. By draft day, it was minus 300. And so I was confident that, you know, the most he would fall is 2-4, and he'd be the first guy that wasn't a quarterback. So that that was a nice little hit for me, but it it was a lot of fun. I'm definitely all in. It, it's been it adds a little bit of excitement even to new gamblers. And and you're right, it is low limits, but it just makes the whole event even more fun for just even novice betters or just fans of teams. Now I got to be honest, Vic. We do talk a lot. Uh, the audience probably doesn't know this, so I I'll go heavy on NFL. I'll do heavy on the college football. I'm all all in on March Madness, like heavy. And then I take a break. I I, I got to be honest. I'm not one of these guys who reaches and says, let me jump into baseball. I can't find an edge there. You can only go where you find an edge or you think you have an edge. And I don't have one in baseball. I don't have one in regular season NBA this year. Vic and I, by the way, used to bet every single game of the NBA. Every night of the NBA season, we do picks. Um, but I don't know. I take a break after March Madness. I, you know, there's a lot of new gamblers coming into the market. What advice would you give them? about, hey, man, it's okay to not lay money on the Kentucky Derby if you don't have an edge. 
No, I, I think that's terrific advice and that's really good life advice for anything, right? And so you shouldn't kind of go outside of your limits. You shouldn't just try to bet on things because, hey, it's the cool thing or it's on TV today. You shouldn't bet on games when you're on tilt. I mean, those are all things that I think we've paid the price and learned over the years, right? And so I'm similar to you when it comes to baseball. That's when I take my break. That's when I fine tune, get ready for the NFL season. The NBA playoffs is where I'll get back into it a little Mm -hmm. bit more heavily. The NBA draft is coming up. You know, that's another big event that you can now gamble on. But yeah, that's what I would give just in general is just find your niche, find the sports that you're good at. Always try to find an edge, gain as much information as you can and, and go off of that. Now, Vic, uh, I want to wrap up quickly with uh, I saw a story in the Chicago Sun-Times. I didn't tell you about this, but it was about this guy, uh, somebody, some joker named Big Rob. He was profiled (laughs) by, you know, I I think, unfortunately, Darren Ravel, a guy we both know, I I think he profiled him and then USA Today jumped in and wrote a piece. And, you know, it was like, oh, is this guy the future of sports betting? And it was just some, he's just some dude. He's just some bozo. And it turns out, oh, wait a sec, he was a gigantic fraud. Basically, he was taking investor money from his girlfriend's dad. He yep. was he was just, the guy was wealthy, and he was just like, oh, here's $500,000. And this big Rob character goes out and says, oh, look, I'm renting a Ferrari. And look, yeah, I'm gambling on sports, and I'm winning. And he's just a big fraud. He's going to jail for 28 months because his whole life was a lie. Basically, the prosecutor said... We saw this story in USA Today, and it's like, wait a sec, let's look into this dude. And he was just a big phony. He was stealing money uh, and then investing it and then wasting it, and now he's going to jail. Vic, can we talk to the people out there about just ignore the Johnny-come-lately, these idiots who are like, oh, I got my whale play of the century. Like, when you hear some stuff, can you tell them to avoid this? Like, I I feel bad these people are getting led to slaughter. It is. It's tough. I mean, that's our new day and age because of social media and marketing, right? And so it's, you know, shiny new toys, posting on Instagram stories, showing stacks of money. And when you're just a new gambler, and we've been there, like I was a young kid when I was in my 20s, somebody told me about a website to check out because this guy was hot, quote unquote, and I would like follow his picks blindly, right? And so now all of that is amplified thanks to social media and the website. So you're right. It's something that you really need to be aware of. I know you make some great posts. Todd Furman has had some really good stuff on Twitter that, you know, this takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work if you want to actually make money in this space and to, you know, just be aware of these kind of guys, quote unquote, that post all of these cool girls and cars and courtside tickets. It's something that if it was that easy, all of us would be retired, right? If it was that easy, Vegas wouldn't have these amazing hotels. We'd just be kind of living on islands. So, you know, like you said, word of caution to everyone out there. Unfortunately, that guy is went to high school where my kids might go to high school. So, oh, no. So he's like, that, close, he's local for you. That, that scares me a little bit. Yep. So that's why I've been on top of this story for the last couple of years because he is a local guy here. Yeah. Just have some skepticism. When you hear about guys who are like Lock City, oh, this is uh, automatic, this is a six-figure play. Any of that stuff is like a big red flag. Like, dude, I mean, Vic, if you're an awesome gambler and you have an edge and you're making L-A-S-I-K. 
LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Making money and cleaning up. You don't usually share that information with everybody. You know, if you're exactly. a professional gambler, you're quietly doing it in the dark. You don't need all that. Uh, look at me. I'm wealthy and I clean up. You know, you don't do that. Exactly. And again, that's with anything in life, right? Yeah. Because if, if it was that easy, we'd all be doing it. Everyone would be rich. Everyone would be the best at their profession. And so you're right, especially when it comes to gambling. You don't want to give out that kind of information because, you know, the odds makers will move those lines. They'll shorten your limits, yep. everything. And we've been there. We've seen it all. So, again, you have your close little circle that you share information or some edge picks with. But other than that, like you said, beware of those guys for sure. All right. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at DocSquad33, which is interesting because he's a Jordan guy. Uh, Vic Chotsky. Vic, thanks a lot. Enjoy the rest of the draft. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you about the NBA, uh, NBA playoffs pretty soon. Yes, sir. Take care. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, that was Vic. Listen, I'm telling you guys, if you find that story in the Chicago Sun-Times, if you Google Chicago Sun-Times Big Rob, you just read about it. These guys are frauds and they're phonies, and it's really pathetic that the media champions these. Oh, Gavin could tell I'm getting upset. I, I don't want to say anything that gets me in trouble, but uh, I'm hanging in tight here. Jets are on the clock. The pick is in. Fourth round. The Jets take with selection 107. All right, it's taken forever. Leon Washington, the former punt returner for the Jets, is about to announce it. 
Um, and anyway, Leon Washington was good. Yes, the Jags picked up a USC defensive lineman. I'm telling you, the Jags are killing the draft, guys. I don't want to give Urban Meyer too much credit. I don't even know who the GM is. Hey, Jets pick up Michael Carter, the second best running back at North Carolina. Uh, Michael Carter, All-American. Wow. Trent right. Balky is the Jaguars GM. Wait, former 49ers former GM? Former 49 Oh, he was the guy who went toe-to-toe with uh, Jim Harbaugh. Name? Jim Harbaugh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Wow. That's why it makes sense that he's with Urban Meyer, who's also a foe of Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, indeed. Oh, that's right. He hated Harbaugh. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Michael Carter to the Jets, running back out of North Carolina, third team. He te- paired with Javante, I think, Williams, uh, the kid who went second round. Carter can play, and he's going to do well in this scheme running attack that LaFleur runs. This LaFleur's brother is the guy who coaches the Packers. And he was, I think, the quarterback's coach with the Niners last year. Now he's the OC. Going to run with the Niners. Did they picked up Tevin Coleman, who, I mean, obviously Tevin Coleman crushed when he was healthy. And they they got the kid P. Ryan out of Florida last year in the draft. Listen, Sam Darnold is going to be so angry looking at how much the Jets are getting offensive players. They got a quarterback, a guard, a wide receiver, and a running back all in the top 107 picks. Okay? I think they're going to probably lean on the defense here in later rounds because Robert Salah needs defenders. But I'm telling you right now, the New York football Jets, they're not going to be pushovers. Gavin, this is going to be a totally different Jets team than we've seen. New quarterback, new head coach, new offense, new uh, tackle. No, no, not new tackle. Sorry, new guard next to their tackle. Uh, New receivers, new running backs, new defensive line with Carl Lawson. Like, this is a new Jets team. C.J. Mosley's back. They're not going to look anything like last year when they were awful. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, the draft rolls on, and we got a good guest coming up in 15 minutes. R.J. Young, he did the Fox Sports draft with me, uh, covers college football heavily. You give me a name. Hit me a name on social media of a player you want to know about. I will ask R.J. Young, okay? We'll do that in 15 minutes. Coming up next, we're going back to the Aaron Rodgers well and live draft coverage as it unfolds here on Fox Sports Radio. Reminder, our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio is all brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks, more like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft, netsuite.com slash draft. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Forgive me for the excitement. Listen, there hasn't been a lot to be excited about if you're a Jets fan. They have the longest playoff drought of anybody in the NFL now that the Browns made the playoffs last year. So when we can latch onto a kernel, anything, even drafting an All-American, in the running back in the fourth round, like Michael Carter, we're going to get fired up. It's not like we got, it's not like I'm Gavin rooting for Austin Eckler and the Chargers. By the way, Austin Eckler, what round was he taking? Uh-huh. I mean, uh, that's a great question. I'm like, trying to remember. He's a he mid round was... pick. Like, he wasn't like a first or second round guy, I don't think. And like Austin Eckler. Uh, yeah, he was undrafted. undrafted. That was my initial thought. And Isaac just confirmed yeah, it. I yeah, I mean, like, listen, you could find undrafted guy like Austin Eckler, then yeah, Michael Carter can pop. He the was Jets. the guy that, that Anthony Lynn said, play good on special teams and you'll get 
more of a more of a role, and he did that. Hey, <laughs> he yeah. showed out in the preseason. Did that in spades. Yeah. I mean, he he basically unseated Melvin Gordon, right? Well, yeah, Gordon hurt absolutely. himself, right, with the holdout. Yeah, and but the DUI. but Austin Eckler made it an easy transition. Yes, of like go ahead, hold out. So you can find running backs and receivers anywhere, but without question, like the Jets have real reason to be excited for twenty twenty one. I mean, there's just no doubt. Like the division, yeah, the Bills are on top. Everybody's chasing them. Patriots. We'll see. I, I'm not a believer at this point. Uh, and then I don't. I don't know about Miami. I mean, Gavin, you 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 gambled a lot. We rode Miami, folks, because they kept getting lucky on special teams. I think they were third in turnover margin, led the league in interceptions, like top five or six in special teams all season, and they were one of the luckier teams in the league. Gavin, there's going to be regression in Miami. And remember, yeah, I would think so. Ryan Fitzpatrick was like their best quarterback last year. That is undeniable. The Tua fans, and there's lots of them, have reason to be concerned. There's a reason they tried to get Deshaun Watson from Houston. Okay, Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. Tua Tungavailoa is, we will see. Um, I don't. There's no way for us to show this video, guys, but there is a video of Zach Wilson, of course, because I have to go back to the Jets real quick. So it's, I guess it's like the first five or six picks, Gavin were yeah. on, like, the red carpet or wherever they were. And they were, like, taking a picture. And one of the guys, Jalen Waddell, I'm pretty sure, right, because he has the shades, throws up, like, you know, the some people were joking that it was a gang sign, but it's like a what up or whatever. And the guy, this big, huge guy who I still don't know who that is. I don't think it's Kyle Pitts, but it's an enormous guy. On the other side of Zach Wilson is, like, doing the same thing. And then there's Zach Wilson's looking around sheepishly. And he looks small, he looks tiny, and he looks intimidated by these large football players throwing up gang signs. And somebody wrote like a funny caption where Zach Wilson's looking for the National Guard. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Look, we don't know anything. It's a little like the Kobe, Matt Barnes video oh, where it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there could be some other angle and it shows what was really happening. Maybe someone was flashing him right there off screen. I don't know. But uh, Zach Wilson, man. Get ready for that New York media. I, so, <laughs> what if story, he starts zero and three? This, <laughs> this, this, remember Sam Darnold threw a pick six on his first pass, I think, <laughs> yeah. ever against Detroit. Against the Detroit and Lions, and then they came back and yeah. won the game like forty-eight ten or whatever. But I read this about Zach Wilson. So he's a great athlete in high school, a great basketball player, good football player, and Boise State offers him, and he's all set to go to Boise State, and BYU comes in late. And one of their selling points was like, dude, we know you're a, a Mormon home guy, love dinner with your family, don't drink, blah, blah, blah. You go to BYU, you could have dinner with your family every weekend if you want. Zach Wilson was like, I'm in. He's a family guy. This ain't going to be Mark Sanchez catting around New York City, posing on the cover of GQ, uh, you know, hooking up with girls every weekend and, you know, being like a playboy and enjoying it. That's not what this is. This isn't going to be Sam Darnold going around making out with chicks, getting um, pneumonia. Well, you got pneumonia, right? Uh, mono. Yeah. I mono. I oh, got mono. I'm sorry. You're right. Mono. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. They called it the kissing disease because all Sam Darnold was doing was going around enjoying life. Like, you're in New York City. You're the quarterback of a football team. You're making millions of dollars. Zach Wilson needs to move his family to New York City. He does. And he needs to live in like can I, Westchester. Can I temper your expectations on Zach Wilson? This okay. is one of my favorite articles of the offseason. This was from Charlie Campbell of Walter Football. Oh, 
Uh, anonymous NFC scout says, uh, Zach Wilson is Johnny Manziel without the drugs. Wilson is fun to watch, oh. but he is a one-year flash in the pan. His uncle owns JetBlue. He's a spoiled rich kid. Wilson has uh, character concerns uh, entitled brat. Parents are a pain, not a leader, selfish, and he's a know-it-all. Oh, <laughs> that was cow, in Walter. Brutal. I know. That is a brutal character okay, assassination. Well, I didn't know his, his uncle owned JetBlue, okay, by the way. Think about this. Like, okay, you got... Uh, you have uncles and aunts. Right? Oh, of course, yeah. Whatever they've done, whether they're successful, that doesn't impact you. No, I think it's about his. You know, are, are you going to hold it against someone that his family grew up wealthy? You know, that happens in a lot not. of a lot of. Wasn't uh, Josh Rosen? I think they were wealthy. Well, no, his, yeah, his dad was like some. Uh, yeah, did, did like, well. but that's direct. Like, uh, you know, I have uncles and aunts. Like, I, if they were loaded, it wouldn't impact me. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're not getting me a private jet or like you know they're not buying me houses and they're not going to buy me cars. Like I okay. Um, Sounds like that guy's wait, got a wait, personal. Read, read, the, read the rest of it real quick. Uh, someone After. will grab him in the first round. I doubt he gets to the second. Well, this was obviously. No, but... no. Flash in the pan. Oh, and then... uh, flash in the pan. Character concerns because he's a rich kid who's an entitled brat. Um, parents are a pain. I don't know why. See, his... okay. Yeah. What well, our guest coming up, RJ Young, will know this. Like, <laughs> a, 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 to my recollection, Zach Wilson was nothing great early in his career at BYU. And he had to earn the starting job last year. He earned it and then crushed it. But let's bring on our, our guest coming up after the break will be R.J. Young, covers college football for Fox Sports, did a lot of stuff with me on the draft. He's great. Uh, he's a little combative, so hopefully uh, you guys will be prepared for that. But uh, first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. All right, Jason, the fourth round of the NFL draft is underway. Let's run it down for you with the first pick of the fourth round, number 106 overall. The Jaguars drafted USC defensive tackle Jay Tufele, followed by the New York Jets selecting North Carolina running back Michael Carter. Something something, something happened back there, yes, Jason? Yes, that was me clapping, Michael Carter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can never separate the Jets fandom from our own Jason McIntyre, of course. Then the Falcons drafting San Diego State cornerback Darren Hall. The Titans picking Louisville receiver Des Fitzpatrick. The Cleveland Browns then drafting University of Cincinnati offensive tackle James Hudson. The Bengals selecting Tulane defensive lineman Cameron Sample. And the Lions have just selected another USC player, receiver Amon Ross St. Brown with the 112th overall pick. The Lions actually are on the clock again because they have the next pick at 113 overall. Here is the latest on the Aaron Rodgers drama. Green Bay Packers president Mark Murphy a short time ago posted his regular monthly column on the Packers website and posted, quote, Thursday was definitely a day filled with more intrigue than usual. The day started with the report that Aaron Rodgers is upset with the Packers and doesn't want to return. This is an issue we have been working on for several months. We are very much aware of Aaron's concerns and have been working with him to resolve them. We remain committed to Aaron in 2021 and beyond. Again, that was posted a short time ago by Packers president Mark Murphy. Rodgers, for his part, is expected to be in attendance later today at the Kentucky Derby. And Jason, get this. WGBA Television out of Green Bay has just posted the first picture of Rodgers at Churchill Downs today. He's part of a group of 12 people that includes his fiance, 
I see Packers teammate David Bakhtiari, his former Packers teammate Randall Cobb, now of the Texans, and another former teammate, A.J. Hawk. People are going crazy analyzing this picture on social media already. Rodgers is wearing a black suit and pants, a purple shirt, no tie, white shoes, a derby hat, dark sunglasses, and a scruffy-looking beard. It's kind of hipster meets Churchill down. But that photo— Hold up, hold up. Are you looking at the photo? I'm looking at the photo as we speak. Is he hanging out with Miles Teller, the actor? That is Miles Teller on the far right. Are you you looking at the photo, too? I I just called it up, yeah. So his wife uh, is—okay, Aaron Rodgers, or fiancé, is there. Miles Teller's girlfriend. And Hello. Miles oh Teller and, and uh, Roger's fiance like co-starred together back in the day, right? Mm, interesting. Uh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, good stuff. Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing with that hat? He looks yeah. like a he looks like a sidewalk magician. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right, thank you, Isaac. Uh good stuff. All right, let's welcome to the show back here, Fox Sports Radio. Let's bring my man in, RJ Young. We did the draft together for Fox. It was awesome. I met RJ, he's a Midwest guy. Came out here. Uh, RJ's always firing on all cylinders. How are you this morning, man? I'm good, J-Mac. Uh, so I would put Oklahoma squarely in the south. Uh, that's, oh, that's oh south. Okay. So, so, yeah, Midwest would be more Chicago, Iowa. You guys are south. Okay. Uh, RJ, let's start right here. Let's start with the big news about Aaron Rodgers. I'm curious as to your thoughts. Where do you think Aaron Rodgers ends up this offseason? Or does he stay in Green Bay, retire? You got options. Got to stay in Green Bay, and I think that's because it's difficult for the Packers to trade him. They signaled that they don't really care what you want when they took Eric Stokes in the first round and didn't get him a wide receiver. We know that story fact by now. He has not had a first round wide receiver since he has been at Green Bay. But more than that, you look at his contract. They paid him six point eight million dollars in a roster bonus already, which means they would have to be paying seven million dollars just to trade him. And then there's this aspect of it that, yeah, when we talk about salary cap, you know that there's $38 million that they would basically be spending to trade him that goes down to $17 million next year. But the thing for me is it's $50,000 a day to miss these organized events, OTAs and training camp and the like. Last time I looked, $30,000 is a lot of money, even for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I don't think he has the backbone to sit this out. And if Jordan Love goes out there and goes 32 of 38 to 344 with four touchdowns, <laughs> he will show up tomorrow. Oh, RJ, come on. Listen, first of all, Aaron Rodgers has more money than God. I'm just kidding. He does not. He has a lot of money. So 50, 50K is nothing. But it would be interesting. I'm curious, where did you come in on Jordan Love? You saw him in college. I mean, were you impressed with the guy? Or, like, how would he stack up compared to this this year's five quarterbacks in the first round? The way that he stacked up to the quarterbacks last year and the year before that, I didn't get it. I don't understand. Look, if you're Green Bay, you saw something that you obviously liked and you thought could work within your system and within your club. But what I saw at Utah State was a guy that led the entire FBS in interceptions. He threw 17 picks in just 20 TDs in his last year of college football, and then you drafted that dude at 32. Now, I think it worked in this instance. If the strategy here is to piss off Aaron Rodgers so he plays up to an MVP caliber, then, yeah, it works. And I would spend my draft capital doing that for as long as it does work because I thought the thing to do this year is to double down on what you did last year, continue to build after defense, Find another weapon to go on the other side of Devontae Adams and run it back. But 
But with this drama that is alongside Aaron Rodgers' contract, and he wants to be a game show host, and now he doesn't want to be in Green Bay anymore, I would wash my hands of it if I'm them, right? I think that you try to get everything you can from one of these three suitors. Niners doesn't feel like a suitor anymore because they took Trey Lance, but perhaps they'd be willing to trade him. I like him a little bit better than Jordan Love. But if Jordan Love were to come out there and show everybody that I'm wrong, more power to him. I just don't see it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I, I it... I, I don't really see it with the kid. And and if you're the GM, I just think you're overthinking things. Yeah, let's bring in Jordan Love, even though he just went to the NFC title game. All right, RJ Young, I want you to dive in quickly. Give me your thoughts on Trey Lance versus Mac Jones. Um, you know, Mac Jones falls to the Patriots. Trey Lance goes three. Justin Fields is the guy we both like, I think, who ends up in Chicago. But, you know, Trey Lance, do you think he'll be successful in San Fran? No, we 100% agree on Justin Fields. Like, I, I love that dude. He was my QB1 even ahead of Lawrence. That's another discussion. But I like Lance better than I like Matt Jones. And the reason I do is I want the most athletic person possible at quarterback always. I want the most athletic person with the ball in his hands every single time we play football. Sometimes that means distributing the ball to other guys that are athletic. But when plays break down and I need somebody that can make a play off schedule, I like Trey Lance here, especially measured against Mac Jones, because they got the same number of starts. And when I talk to quarterback trainers and I talk to quarterback coaches, the one thing they all agree on is that you need to play a lot of football to be successful in the National Football League. And that is where I think both of those guys come up short. And then you take into account that we don't know the caliber of athlete that Trey Lance played with. We only know that it was at the FBS level. And we generally believe that the FBS is a little bit better. We know that Mac Jones, had absolute monsters, like, ah, real monsters at every single position. He only got sacked 11 times in 13 games. I'm going to bet on Trey Lance here. Yeah, interesting. Now, RJ, this is what makes it so difficult when you look at who becomes better in the NFL. Like, a lot of it has to do with where you go, who your teammates are, who this coach is. Is the owner stable? Is the GM rotating all the time? Like, Justin Fields, there's a scenario where the Bears go 5-12 and in the 17-game season and the coach and the GM get fired, and then Justin Fields is back to square one because the new guy may not like him, similar to Joe Douglas coming into the Jets. He's like, yeah, Sam Donald, eh, whatever, let's move on. Um, I'm curious where you are on Zach Wilson because the Jets' new uh, regime, head coach and GM, picked, them, picked him as their guy. We'll see. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I, I it. Seriously, we'll see. I've seen him compared by NFL personnel that I really respect to Kyler Murray and Tua Tagovailoa. I just don't see it coming out of Brigham Young. And I, I think that his personality, though, we're going to figure out a lot about whether or not he's the guy just by how he handles media there. But in his corner, I'll give him this. People forget this. As a freshman, not even a freshman, as a senior in high school, he took two BYU cheerleaders to his senior cross. That's Moxie, okay? Wait, that's a I real – that, that happened? That. that happened. There, there is – Photographic evidence on the interwebs right now of that picture, and they're both kissing him on the cheek. It's one of my favorite facts about any of these quarterbacks going in this first wow. round. He is there as a full personality, and he is going to embrace, I think, the culture there. We just want to, I just want to know that it works. Yeah. Provo is a lot friendlier to him than New York will be, especially yeah. if he doesn't come out the gate and light people up. Uh, all right, let's quickly, let's end on this one. 2022 draft. I know it's a year away. People are like, come on, relax. Everybody loves quarterbacks, but there's no Trevor Lawrence in this class. There's a bunch of good 
and a bunch of potentially good JT Daniels, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, uh, Keaton Slovis. Is there someone to you that jumps out as the best quarterback to look for next year? I think it's Rattler, man. I think it's Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma. And the only other guy that I put in that conversation right now is Sam Howell because a lot of the similarities that Baker Mayfield had, he had. And he's flipping a program around the same way that Baker took a program that was going into the cellar back to the college football playoffs. But the thing is, Rattler's got this ability just to flip his wrist and the ball goes 70 yards. He's tremendously accurate. And the thing he has going for him that none of the other Oklahoma quarterbacks who have been drafted highly have is four years, three years, of Lincoln Riley being his head coach. It's the first guy that we're going to see Riley develop from high school onward at Oklahoma. Remember, Kyler Murray transferred in, Baker Mayfield transferred before he got there, and Jalen Hurts, of course, famous the grad transferred from Alabama. I really like him, and I really think he's going to have an opportunity to show that with a team around him that is capable of winning the national championship this year. All right, he is R.J. Young. Follow him on Twitter, at R.J. Young Show. R.J., great working with you this week, man, and uh, we'll talk soon. I appreciate you, J-Mac. Have a good one, dude. All right, R.J. Young. That guy's good. Uh, he knows college football as well as anybody. Um, interesting, Sam Howell, North Carolina. I, I had to look this up. In his games against ranked teams last year, 11 TDs, one pick. But he's like 6'1", maybe? 225, he's like a thick 6'1". Um, quarterbacks are getting shorter. I guess with the spread offenses, it doesn't really matter, right? Uh, coming up next, we will wrap up the show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Bobby Brown? Did they? Oh, I didn't even know that. That's a great song. 1989? Wow. Bobby Brown back at his prime. Um, back here on Fox Sports Radio. Real quick, I got something fun for you guys in a sec. Our draft coverage on Fox Sports Radio is brought to you by NetSuite. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? More like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sink with outdated software. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. That's special financing at netsuite.com slash draft. netsuite.com slash draft. So I just went on the gram during the commercial break. And, you know, you press, what, the heart or whatever, and you see if you have new followers or people like something. And I see a, somebody liked a flurry of my posts, and I look at the name, I'm like, Cooper Cup? It must be, like, some fan who's taken the name Cooper Cup. So I click on the profile, and it's the real Cooper Cup. I'm like, what the heck? Cooper Cup of the Rams is a fan of my work? I was like, oh, there you go. That's something I did not know. Now, he doesn't follow me, but he liked... It's possible that he's in his car right now, Gavin. Or was this morning. Because it happened like 40 minutes ago or whatever. And heard some of the takes about the Rams, who I think are the second best team in the NFC. Uh, it's possible that he just, you know, saw me on the Fox pod, podcast or saw me on her, her, Cowherd Show, whatever. And Cooper Cup is like, I like what this guy is selling. And so I guess Cooper Cup is a fan. Can I? Can I? Should take- we give out the phone number and have uh, him call yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Cooper Cup has better uh, things to do on a Saturday morning. But just to further scrutinize the photo that Isaac found, um, Aaron Rodgers. I'm assuming Bakhtiari's right next to him. The guy's huge. Uh, I don't know the other two dudes. Miles Teller's obvious. Miles Teller's girl. I mean, 
yes. Um, <laughs> I just don't understand Aaron Rodgers. Like, when you go to the Kentucky Derby, it's supposed to be like a spring vibe, uh, a, a, a summery feel. You're supposed to wear, as Tom Brady does every year, like pastel colors. Aaron Rodgers is wearing a black suit. Like he's going to a funeral. A funeral for his Packers career. Zing! I know you guys like that one, but um, I, I think you described it best: sidewalk magician. You like that? Yeah. So, okay. so from left to right, it's Rogers, Bakhtiari, former Packer AJ Hawk, AJ Hawk. Okay. unidentified person. After that, then second from right is Randall Cobb, former Packers receiver, now okay. of the Texans, and then Miles Teller. Yeah, Randall Cobb. Okay, I recognize him. Unidentified guys, probably like their agent, a high school buddy. Something, uh, but good, good find on that, Isaac. Look at you making yourself uh, very useful. I like it, uh, Isaac. Any draft thoughts you want to fire off while you're hot? Well, thank you. I, I, if I do say so myself, <laughs> for the compliment. No, you know, I was, go- I was going to, I was going to go with the "It's my prerogative" uh, with Bobby, Bobby Brown, Brown okay. but Ramos uh, beat me uh, to the punch. That song, by the way, on our own was on the soundtrack for the movie Ghostbusters Two. By the way, just a I tribute only remember to the original. So I, does most of the world. I didn't see as Gav. I'll steal a Gavin word here. I didn't see the woke 2019 version or whatever. It's called. Yeah, I came up with that word. No, no. <laughs> I know you love to toss it around. Uh, hey, somebody just texted me. The Cowboys took another linebacker. They what took are we doing? Derek Barnes. Uh, uh, oh wait, did I get it right? No, no, Jabril Cox. Oh, that was the Lions that took Derek Barnes. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys took Cox out of LSU. Yeah. So what? What are they doing? Since when is linebacker an integral position? I mean, are they dumping Jalen Smith and I was not aware? Hey, can I give off uh, my pet peeve of the draft so far? Please do. This term edge Edge came out of nowhere. But when they're listed, they're just listed edge now. It used to be defensive defensive end, end. linebacker. Now it's edge. Yeah, uh, my guess is edge rushers are, are the new breed are like a little lighter than the older ones. Defensive end is like 275. Right. Edge rushers like 245. They get that bend around this the tackle. This is that tweener thing where now it's good to be right. a little. Yeah, yeah. Little you can either drop back in the coverage or move up. Now, I like not this isn't an edge, but Cam Chancellor is kind of that hybrid. He can play in safety, cover safety, uh, cover um, uh, tight ends from his safety spot, move up in the box, tackle anybody. So Derwin you're right. James a little Derwin bit. Derwin like James, that. yeah. These tweeners, you want to be a tweener. You know, you don't want to fit into a box. Um, John Ramos has a kid that's a tweener, like twelve years old. Twelve, oh, tweet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the what are they? One. Who were those twins? The uh, the Olsen twins. They were like the tweet. They cornered the tween market and made hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, all right, everybody, make sure to have a good weekend. It's uh, it's a a tough parting here, but it sounds like Gavin is moving on up in the world. Uh, he obviously, you know, Gavin has worked with Doug Gottlieb a lot. Doug Gottlieb lost his producer. And it sounds like Gavin is going to be moving to Doug Gottlieb's show. Congratulations, dude. Thank you, Jason. I think working with you over the past few years has prepped me for this. So I have you to thank. And I can only hope that the next producer makes as much fun of the Jets as I did. Oh, come on, please. (laughs) Uh, You know, Gavin, uh, moving up to the big time. Now, he will still work on straight fire. And I will still needle him uh, on on uh, wokeness and all that fun stuff. But uh, <laughs> congrats to you and the fiance. Guys, download the podcast. I'll talk to you next week. Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to. 
Make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.